0: Hey, Happy New Year. Welcome back to Grove Unleashed. I am State Representative Seth Grove. As always, joining me is the Anders. What's going on? And also joining us is the Chuck. Producer Chuck in the house.
1: Everyone knows, the star of the program, the most important money man
0: in the state. ching oh, Seth Cha-ching. Grove. Although I, I don't have, like, the billion dollars. You don't have the Lamborghinis. $10 billion. Don't get the Lamborghinis. You just have control
1: of that kind of money. Ish. 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 You get negotiation-ish You get negotiation power that no one else has. Right.
2: I have a, and this is a complete Mm -hmm. going off the rails of what we have written here in our notes of what we're going to talk about, but do you think that the gift ban people, now that the Democrats are going to have majority more than likely uh, pretty soon here, are, do you think that they're gonna keep going after the Democrats? No, I think they go ban?
0: after the republican controlled Senate And to an extent I mean Josh Shapiro just he rolled back Wolf's gift ban, which was ludicrous. You couldn't take water and, and it just it was ludicrous. It needed done. Um, so I like good on Shapiro real, realizing Wolf's public ethics executive order was insane. Yeah, um, and no we're not we're not saying that we
1: are against gift bans, but we're saying let's be reasonable here. Yeah, I want a Lamborghini.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, to, to the point of coffee. Yeah. Hey, would you like coffee? Is that going to manipulate or drive you to do something you don't want to do? Must be some good coffee. Right. Enough. Uh, if, if it's a bag of coffee that was brought in from Columbia, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't <laughs> some know. things were brought in Columbia. <laughs> right. I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I just don't see them harassing the Democrats over here. Do it. Because, uh, like, Going back in 2009, so they've been working on this for I don't know how long. Going back to 2009, I was in the House, Democrats were in control. It was never brought up. None of this stuff. Even these, quote, fair districts, liberal groups, lig- League of Women Voters and so forth, their, they're, I don't know, quote, good government rules They didn't care until the Democrats weren't in control. Like, the only thing they cared about were Democrats not being able to move their bills because all those groups want is what the Democrats want, and Mm -hmm. they just back them. To the point of they use the same websites and so forth. Like, just, it is what it is. Their
2: general mantra is gerrymandering is bad unless it benefits me.
0: Well, unless it benefits the Democratic Party. Yeah, exactly. Then it's fine. it's, yeah. Fine. Yeah, then it's, it's not gerrymandering it's at fair. all. I mm-hmm. mean, these are the same people that think because you have more registered voters in, this, in, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that are Democrats, Democrats should hold all the congressional seats. Like, they reject that these seats are based on geography and districts. They don't care. They want a parliamentary system like the United Kingdom runs where you vote and you get a percentage of seats based on that. It's not American. American. No, it is not. Um, so obviously this is New Year. It's 2023. Uh, some exciting times in the House of Representatives. How was everyone's New Year's? Mine was very quiet. We hung out as a family, had some seafood. Um, I think uh, the kids were probably asleep by the time New Year's hit around. Um, my wife woke up, said Happy New Year.
2: Was Back to it. sleep. Back to sleep, That's
0: yeah. I had a I couple mean, uh,
2: college friends come up and visit from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty fun. You guys
0: cheering for Georgia? Uh, unfortunately, yes, and yeah. oh my God, was that beautiful or what? Oh, Ohio State missing. Yeah. And, and listen, any day As Ohio State a, loses, a good day for me. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So unfortunately, beautiful. my Wolverines also lost, but they battled back. Um, it wasn't a blowout. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how they fare in the future. But Georgia, Georgia's a heck of a team. Yeah, tip Destroy your hat. I, 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 um, even the national championship game. I got back late, and by the time I got turned on the game, it was like 55-7 to seven or something like that. I don't, like, I'm like, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Ow. Do I
2: think Alabama would have beat them? I'm, I don't know. But they definitely would have done much
0: better than what they did. TCU probably, right. Yeah, I mean. But Alabama would have made it past Michigan, so. Who's Michigan? What, what is Michigan. that team? Uh, it's I've the most winningest college football program in the history of college football. Oh, It's that okay. team. Certainly the biggest state. Never heard of one. Right, <laughs> Resolutions, gentlemen? Um, I don't have any. I, I do have a resolution
2: that's somewhat serious. Mm. Um, I would like to stop making fun of Generally Assembled
0: so much. Um, I, it's going to be tough. Is that a thing anymore? Like, did you just win by them not being around anymore? It was a temporary hiatus for
1: reorganization of the caucus, but they are back. What? And reorganized and they've done two programs since the last time you have so oh Mm. so anders anders you are doing a good thing i actually had a new year's resolution that so far i have stuck to which is a true rarity for me Hmm. and that is i decided to try to apply myself fully every day until i'm absolutely exhausted and then pass out and i'll tell you i haven't made it past 11 o'clock yet Mm -hmm. but i have applied myself in these mornings good that's good so like
0: we're recording now if this program goes to 11 i might be gone <laughs> I, I don't i don't think we have enough content to go to 11 at this point but you never know i mean if you want to talk about elections uh <laughs> maybe budget we could probably stretch things out um and there's if, not much going on right now no there, NFL, in the house. right nfl playoffs are happening yeah yeah the I mean, eagles are fun. dominating but who knows how long that'll last right I was I love defensive battles um Mm -hmm. it it, I mean it is boring but I enjoy the chess match um so the Dallas Niners game big time defensive battle that was great year for Tom Brady uh not only
2: did he lose 31 to 14 to Dak Prescott but he also lost his family
0: uh so right like that's uh I I don't don't, I'm not I'm not in his shoes I don't understand I think I would have given up after my last Super Bowl win. Like, go out on top. Look at Aaron Donald, yeah. right? Aaron Donald, I won a Super Bowl. I'm thinking about retirement. I'm coming back. He's injured, and his team sucks. I'd rather go out on top than do a Brady at this point. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, he's 76 is, years old. Right? Right? The question about Brady is this. It's not, should he play another year of football? It, it really is, was this extra season worth it and the real question is is did Giselle make him sign a prenup because if he got an equal cut in the divorce he Mm. got huge rich overnight from her right Right, And so maybe it was I mean, worth to an extent, it. I, I don't know. Yeah, forget I, an NFL contract.
2: I yeah, mean, like, half it,
0: of
1: Giselle stuff
0: Yeah, right, it is it worth more than he huge. has ever made in the NFL. <laughs> right. I mean, to an extent, I mean, that's why if you look at under the Patriots, he only made like $14 million a year. Yeah. Like, he would take pay cuts to open up salary because he didn't need it. I mean, he mm-hmm. had his Uggs commercials. Like, he monetized <laughs> himself pretty well. Um, and you have a supermodel wife that is going to make – more than you. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. It's just, you, to you me, you gotta it's, wonder. Right. It's very odd to be in that, that situation, unless you got home and finally realized what it's like being a dad, but it's the greatest job in the world. I, I don't know. Do don't you know. kiss your kids on the lips? No, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think okay. For
2: the listeners who didn't understand what that was, what I was asking, Tom Brady kisses his kids on the lips. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird.
0: Here's it what it is. It's uh. weird. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, um, Tom Brady's life is kind of like what's happening in Harrisburg. I don't, I don't know. Part. Part. <laughs> it certainly, certainly is confusing. <laughs> Very confusing. So where are we at? So the House is not organized. and What does that mean? That means we don't have rules. We don't have committees. We can't introduce a bill. Nothing's happening. We can do co-sponsorship memos, ask everybody to sign on, and then that's about it. The Senate is organized. So per the Constitution, we have to be back. The first Tuesday in January, we reorganize then. Everybody comes in. We have very nice ceremony, Um, hundreds of people. We swear in members. We do certifications. We elect a speaker. Uh, We vote on rules. Uh, Then we get organized and do the people's business. We did everything but do rules. And we have a weird situation in Harrisburg, particularly in the House, where as of election night, Democrats won 102 seats. One of them was a deceased person, Anthony DeLuca. So they were at 101 because it's a vacant seat. And then during the December time frame when we are pumpkins, we don't exist. We don't exist. There's no general assembly. The Democrat leader, minority leader, did a secret ceremony where she swore herself in. She had two members resign, because two members, one was Austin Davis, who is now lieutenant governor. The other is Summer Lee. She's now a congresswoman in D.C. So they dropped themselves to 99. And their goal was to limit the amount of time Republicans would be in control of the House of Representatives because they knew we had 101. They had 101. We had a tie. And then they would have these resignations because people leaving and they had a deceased individual whole nine yards. So they wanted to hold the special elections for all those seats as soon as possible before Speaker... Brian Cutler, on November 30th, the last day we are in session, he issued a writ for the Tony DeLuca seat for February 7th. Joanna, as the minority leader, somehow got the chief clerk to agree to, A, sign her in and then issue new writs for those two now vacant seats uh, for February 7th, and then we went to court because she's not the highest-ranking member in the House because the democrats had 99 we have 101 so it's like, simple math right 101 is greater than 99 not if you count that the seat is held by the right. party just, not the member yeah just you know people said we want a democrat here but it doesn't matter cuz it's vacant you don't, you don't you don't get to count them anymore like it doesn't exist but that's how much power and control that's how much democrats want power and control It's not about the process. It's not about the Constitution. It's not about the laws. It's not about math. Math. They just make it up as they go, right? Fundamental mathematical equations that go back to ancient Greece. We're going to ignore all that. I don't know. I think even
2: caveman, caveman could be like 99 dinosaur bones less than
0: 101 dinosaur bones. Right. I got nine mammoth skins. You have seven (laughs) mammoth skins. Me better caveman.
1: Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. (laughs) My primitive mind can't grasp these concepts. But there is one thing I do know. It's like, but no, but I had three mammoths.
2: I got away from me. They should be counted. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's crazy because, Mm -hmm. I mean, the Democrats are trying to pull a weekend at Bernie's with DeLuca. Like, okay, if you want to drag
0: him in and swear him in that way, Mm -hmm. honestly, give it to him. And there's court cases on this to the point of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court years ago, because the Senate had to deal with this, a number of years ago said, you have to be a living member to be mm-hmm. an, a member. A l- living. Like, they said living. Living, breathing. It's not much of a requirement. No. you must be
1: alive. It must be alive. And we're not even denigrating right. those who have passed, like, right. rest in peace, right. Tony DeLuca,
0: so, good job. So, yeah, I mean, and, and, he,
2: and he was a great, right. he was the longest serving member in yeah. the House.
0: So here's the Democratic Party on, on deceased people. You can register to vote, you can vote, (laughs) you can run for election, and you can win for election. That's where we're at. And then you can somehow vote for a speaker as well. Right, and then then we're going to put you on the floor. Yeah, we just then we're going
1: to right. assume what you would have voted. Yeah. For. Right, we will just assume and, Tony and DeLuca the, would that. have been a yes.
0: Right, it's it's crazy. So we had speaker elections, um, and it was weird. Both sides at this time were trying to lure someone else over. Right, because you're you're looking at potential 101, 101, that dropped to 101.99. Um, so both sides were trying to find someone to switch, which has happened in Pennsylvania recent modern, with with Danny O'Brien uh, voting with the Democrats, never re-registered. State of Republican, but was elected by the Democrats and did all the elections, all the, all their bidding. Which is also interesting because it was State Representative Josh Shapiro that recruited Denny O'Brien to do this. Now, Josh is obviously the governor. If he's smart, like, I, I would not weigh in on quarrels of the House. Um, bad way to spend political capital if you're a new governor coming not, in. Not good precedent to set. Right. But um, th- this, this is really interesting, too, because mm-hmm.
1: what ended up happening on the House floor and and, and Rossi coming in at the last minute being right. nominated and and voted in it was shocking shocking to everyone
0: who was watching right and you know for the most part it was you know 16 Republicans um, that voted for Rosie. and w- why did it happen well Republicans cut a deal with Rossi he would be re-registered as an independent he'd have a he wouldn't caucus with either chamber he'd be an independent he would have bipartisan staff Republican and Democrat staff and we would control the calendar. Republicans would control the calendar, which means we, we decide what bills, when session was, what bills would come on the floor. What did Rozzy get? The only thing he cared about, statutes of limitation, constitutional amendment to provide a two-year window for victims of sexual abuse to file lawsuits, right? That's all he wanted.
2: Now, what was the advantage to having Rosie as speaker right. um, compared to having uh the republicans putting up a republican right so um, if
0: we, you even could right. i don't know what
2: caucus was looking like what yeah, the votes were looking like we
0: went into caucus that morning the caucus decided on a speaker that speaker candidate didn't have 101 votes couldn't carry our caucus mm. because it's the majority of the caucus decided on it so it's not like he got came out unanimously four people ran whittled down to one um, on the floor, and you you can see the votes. There was a... The Democrats tried to adjourn. It is a tie vote 100 to 100. So if you're at 100 Republican members... You're not getting a majority. Right. It just didn't happen. So one crossed over. We caught... tied at 100. You can look at the voting record. You can pull it up and look at it. It is what it is. Um, so you knew right then we couldn't carry the day with uh, um, a, a Republican speaker. Mm-hmm. So... By chance, uh, our Republican member was talking to Rossi and went by and, like, hey, you wanna be Speaker? Oh, okay. And just ha- so happened, we had an hour break. Democrats requested a little break, and this this basically came together in like a half hour. So we had a Democrat that promised to do everything we needed to do. And it took the House from, um, if the Democrats win all three, it would be 101 101 to one. The big question is how, how do you even govern under that kind of split with an independent Speaker, no clear majority? And we would be in flux because we do have uh, Representative Linda Culver Schlegel is running for an open Senate seat. So she'll, she, I think she's going to win that. So we're going to drop to 100 at some point. We should win that seat back and be back up to 100. But we have county elections, local elections happening. Members, Republican, Democrat might say, you know what? I'm done with this place. I'm running for county treasurer. I'm running for county commissioner. I'm running for district matter. I'm running for something else, right? So. We could have vacancies pop up over the next year, fluxing this. So, we especially could be back with and how forth. difficult mm-hmm. a lot of the right. things are going to be when you have such an even balance. Right. Those of
1: us that have been here long enough, when you get such close numbers, it, it's hard to move anything. And
0: your total bandwidth of what you can do policy-wise shrinks. You're in a very narrow field of stuff. So, animal rights activists will be happy. You'll be doing a lot of animal laws, <laughs> animal cruelty laws, right? Accountability, transparency. Bridges will be renamed. Bridge, lots of bridge renaming. So you you got a very narrow bandwidth of what policies you can look at. Uh, Makes budgeting a lot harder. You need to cobble. um, Lucky you. A lot of votes. So that's why we need leaders (laughs) in that seat. Right. So it's it's going to be interesting. And what transpired after he got up, read his speech? I'm going to be an independent. I'm re-registering. You could hear the gasps. You could read lips of cursing. Like, a lot of F-bombs were dropped on the Democrat side because they thought they elected a Democrat speaker. They didn't know we cut a deal with Rosie to get him up there. Um, he, he ended up saying, you know, I'm going to be registered as an independent. The problem is he never did anything he promised to do. Nothing he's done. And the Democrat school is obviously time everything out until after the special elections, get to a full 102. I suspect they want to replace Rossi. Um, So he's got to watch that because he he does plan on being in in the speakership for a full two years. Takes 102 to toss you. Um, So we'll see where this all ends. But, you know, and at the end of the day, how do you trust a guy that broke every single promise? He has done nothing. Absolutely nothing. To the point of um, the very, I'm trying to think, it was either that evening or the next day saying, we're not doing anything until we do statute of limitations. Um, The Speaker's office isn't even, they told the Chief Clerk's office to shut down the bill room, so you can't even introduce a bill. So let's break this down. Let me see the data. Let Let me share the data on this. The Senate has introduced 143 bills, introduced. So Senate Bill 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and House resolutions, right? So 127 bills, 16 resolutions. We have zero. The Senate passed bills to the House, they can't even go on a committee because we don't have committees. So they're just sitting at the speaker's office waiting to get assigned somewhere. We've got, got no committees. We've got no rules. We've got Actually, got we no do way have to rules. Do business. We do have rules. Now, before we broke out of last session, um, we did some rules changes, and your old rules apply. And we did special little language in there. Old rules apply to the new session. So the old rules are in effect, but you have to get back on the floor, the speaker's gotta call us in for regular session. He has not. So he got a deal with Tom Wolf to do a special session just on statute of limitations to narrow the scope. The Democrats, in their open and transparent way, working together in a bipartisan fashion, wanted special session rules that only allow for one bill, no amendments, one super committee, bypass the appropriations, bypass the normal operating procedures of the house to do one thing and only one thing and shut down the voices of 203 House members.
2: Now can you, real quick, just go into the difference between a special session and a
0: regular session because that is it makes a huge difference. So it's called a regular a big and exceptional session and it's called by a governor. So a governor comes in and says, this is important, I'm calling a special session. Now, we haven't done anything with a special session since the early 2000s, I think 2001. It was a special session on property taxes where we had Act 1 of special session um, which dealt with property taxes, right? Ever since then, every single governor that has called special session, the General Assembly, the House and Senate would gavel and gavel out. We would do nothing with it. We basically ignore it because we're not forced to do anything. We do all our business through regular session. So all the bills that have passed, all the acts under Governor Wolf, Governor Corbett, um, the balk under Ed Rendell, except for that one, have all been regular session. That is normal business of the House. So special session is... Generally, a publicity stunt. But normally, your special session rules mirror the regular session rules. I've never seen different rules between the two because it's the operation of the House. You want to keep it consistent. So the Democrats are trying to shut down anything and anyone from doing anything to the point like to offer amendment, you would need a two thirds vote of the General Assembly. Under the rules we've been operating forever, it's a majority vote. 102 people or whatever the majority is say, we want this amendment in. It goes in. and To a point of, um, this, is, and this is how Democrats manipulate stuff, and they're completely dishonest. They're not transparent, and they want to squash you. They're all about politics first. When I was a freshman, the Democrats would use a procedure where they didn't care what amendments went into a bill. So second you have first consideration, second consideration. Democrats would allow whatever bill, because they didn't want to fight. They didn't want their members making bad votes on amendments. So just vote however you want. The bill will go into appropriations. The Democrats would then amend the bill, change everything about it to what they want and bring it out on third, where it requires a two-thirds vote to do anything. Shutting down the voice of not only their members, but the House Republican Caucus who were in the minority at the time. That is the power of what they seek. They don't care about people. When, when, When they say, you don't move our bills, you don't care, that's all political talk because they're far worse than Republicans have ever been. They just, a lot of their members are new and they don't realize how how evil um, their leadership has been in the past doing this kind of stuff. And you can see it in their rules. You can see it in the outline uh, of what they want to do. And it's it's really a shame that they want to be so dishonest uh, about all this. And you could hear it on floor debate uh, between Joanna McClinton, their Democrat floor leader, and Cutler, the Democrats believe that the speaker is the ultimate power now in your rules if you want to rule something unconstitutional it takes a vote of the general assembly the democrats believe the speaker at any point can rule anything unconstitutional without without a vote without a say this is unconstitutional i'm not accepting it we're not doing it and you're done that's how they manipulate and feel they have that much power and it's scary that is a scary thing to me uh and and for their membership i mean they're going to set up these new rules that gives the Speaker all this power, and the majority, all this power, just destroy the minority. It will flip. Do they want that turned back on them? Amen. And now it's time for fake, fake news. news. Fake
1: news. Hit it, Anders.
2: All right. Uh, we got the first article here. And just so everybody knows, this is what fake news is for the new listeners. I'm going to give Chuck and Representative Grove uh, an article, title, and they have to just guess whether it is real or fake. Uh, first one. Man Googled how to dispose of a 115 pound body. Now his 115 pound wife is
1: missing. I'll go real, you know criminals are stupid. This, this one's real, I, I, I've paid too much attention to this real news. Dumb, 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 dumb guy, but real. Yeah, that, that one's real. Stacey Abrams spotted at the grocery
2: store reminding parents this would be all be cheaper if they aborted their wow. kids.
1: Wow. Okay, I just because you can't see us, I'm shocked. Wow! Like, oh my um, lord! Fake shocked. Fake news. Yeah, what do you I, think, Chuck? I, I have. I, God, I have to say, fake. Please let it be fake. Yeah, it's wow. fake news. Thank God. All right,
2: transgender felon transferred from women's prison after impregnating two inmates. True, New
0: Jersey. I gotta agree with that. Let's talk about that for a second. Read, read, read the title again. Read the headline transgender felon transferred from women's prison after impregnating two inmates think about that think about that everybody out there you're putting a a a guy who says he's a woman in women's prison and he's having sex with women
1: is it even prison
0: it's insane those are insane policies but that's where the left wants to take us
2: uh, speaking of craziness uh, with the left, uh, naked man arrested at Planet Fitness thought it was a quote, judgment free zone.
1: It's got to be fake, dude, but, but that's too. awesome. That's real. That's, that's real? Oh, well, no. That's real. Oh, <laughs> that's real. <laughs> One more time. What was that again? One
0: more time. One more time.
2: Naked man arrested at Planet Fitness thought it was a quote, judgment free zone. Wow. <laughs>